Hey guys, you're listening to Hope in Your Story. My name is Candice and I'm here with Luke and Hi. John. Hey guys. So to get us started, I guess we'll go around and talk about some of the things that we're excited for that are coming up. So I'm going to go first because I'm way too excited, but Switchfoot announced that they're coming off hiatus the other day. So they're probably coming out with a new album. So the thing I'm excited about is uh, my writing group's actually releasing a book called Scribbles 2. And I've got a short story in there. Yeah! That's awesome. Um, I'm not excited about anything. because I've got the cat meowing in the background. I'm We're joined today by our cat, Ruby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything really exciting going on. I'm a very boring person with, oh, come on, with boring goals and dreams and cats. So, yeah. So, I don't have anything really that exciting. But, yeah. So today's topic is titled Man Up, and for an explanation of what we mean by that, Sean? So currently on social media, especially Twitter, a lot of men seem to think that it's weak to talk about your feelings, it's weak to talk about what you're going through, and especially in the context of mental health. But uh, at the end of the day, talking about your feelings and what you're going through is actually one of the most important things, because we need to know as men that it's okay to talk about you know, what you're going through and it's talk about it's good to talk about your emotional state or being or whatever. And uh yeah, I just think growing up my dad taught me a lot about the fact that, you know, Sean, if you want to cry, if you want to talk about whatever it is you're going through, please do. Cause I'd rather you share your emotions and talk about what you're going through because I want to help you, I want to be there for you. But for us as men, it's really hard for our friends and our fathers to be there for us, especially if we're not talking about the stuff that affects us. And that's why a lot of people think that man up means to act tough and just carry life on your own. But that's not what it means to be a man. So Yeah. With manning up and a lot of people calling people out on that, like there's two reasons why people, you know, think it's weak to act that way and to be emotional. But like one of the things is that women are naturally more yeah. emotional than men. Um, so it's seen as a female character trait. The statistic on, on tears and crying and stuff like that is the same for males and females until about 10 or so years old. Yeah. So boys and girls cry equally, and then once they hit 10, yeah. sort of thing, then it becomes the girls cry more than boys sorts of things. Yeah, okay. So it, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it's so much naturally boys cry less or if yeah. it's just because that's what society expects of them. By the time you're 10, you realise... Well, that's what society expects of me. Yeah, so it's like it's it well, it's a phenomenon that yeah. happens. Like, yeah, so we haven't like, researched it. We don't know what the cause <laughs> is. But. Yeah, but yeah. Um, like the statistic is that women are more emotional than men. Yeah, um, and it's more of a natural thing for them to be emotional than a man be emotional. I think it's about um, learned behavior as well. Yeah, like if you've got a father that didn't really show emotions, when you grow up with that kind of attitude or aspect of life, manhood, if you want to call it that, if your father didn't show emotions, you won't show emotions. And yeah. even if there's a shred of or a hint of you showing emotions, you'll kind of freak out and be like, oh, man, I've got to be tough or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of learned behavior going on with that. The other point that I had was that since, like, the Stone Age or further back than that, Crying is seen as a sign of weakness because you can't defend yourself when you're crying. Yeah. It's like it's a state of vulnerability. So being a man, um, your role was to protect other people, yeah. protect the women, yeah. protect the family, protect 
that's what you did. And if you've got tears in your eyes, you can't see an attacker. Yeah. So that's why it's seen as a sign of weakness. Like that's like when you get punched in the nose and you start crying, you get tears. Yeah. That's why you get. That's why people punch people in the nose so they got tears in their eyes so they can't see. Yeah. And it's, people make fun of people for it as well, you know. Like, so when you get taught if a guy's attacking you, go for the nose and then run like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just because of the physical reaction of not being able to see. Yeah. But that's turned into a stereotype yeah. because it's just been around for so long as a sign of weakness. Yeah. That Yeah, but people associate normal, natural crying and being sad yeah. with sort of like that weak state of vulnerability of not being able to physically see to stop an attacker. But if you're in that state of, like, you're emotional, you're not really going to be in the midst of someone attacking you when that's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's two different ball games, but um, people see it as the same thing. Crying is crying to most people. Yeah. yeah, and I've been in situations and, you know, you've got friends that have this whole man up, culture like so invested they're so invested in you know act, being tough and all that for themselves and they don't want to show weakness or anything like that but i've been with friends and i've been i've cried and they just find it really awkward like they don't know what to do yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and it's just because of that culture it's just because of the you know yeah they're yeah, being raised in a culture where men have no idea how to handle emotions and that's the funny thing because a lot of men they get married and their wife's emotional they've got no idea what to do yeah because they weren't raised in a way where they were able to i've heard so many newlywed men oh my gosh women are crazy what the heck <laughs> yeah, yeah what yeah, how do you yeah. sign up for this yeah, and it's yeah. just because it's so different from how they deal with life i guess yeah like with men like the the difference between men and women is that men try to fix things and women emotionally process things. Yeah. So if men are sad, men fix problem. Like they're, they're very cavemen. Like, I wonder if that's why I always say sorry. Maybe, but we'll, <laughs> that's a podcast for another time. But um, yeah, no, uh, with men, they try to fix problems. That's why men, when their wife has a problem and they're upset and they're talking about it and they want to talk about it, men will start coming up with solutions to the problem straight away. Yeah. And it's a real bad habit that all men have, and most women listening will be laughing because they've experienced this. <laughs> yeah. Men try to fix things. So when men talk to other men about a problem, the first thing the other man does is say, have you tried this or you should do this? Because that's how men deal with things. They don't. They just fix it yeah. and then move on. You know, but the thing is your brain's not a covered door. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little yeah. bit more complicated than that. But, yeah, it's it's just a sort of um, mentality. And um, the thing is, if we're constantly, like, manning up and we're carrying this ex- expectation on ourselves, on our own shoulders, you know, like, I have to be tough all the time, it's just like, yeah, but when do you actually put aside time to actually deal with the emotions and the feelings that you have? Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you, can, if you continue to bottle them up, you're going to explode. Like, you're just going to take your frustration and anger out on someone that doesn't deserve to, you know, for that to happen to them. Yes, Candace. I have a funny story, actually, about bottling up emotions. So, Luke and my daughter loves My Little Pony. She's, like, four, and so unicorns are 
the thing. Okay, just um, to add grammar to that statement, not Luke and my daughter like My Little Pony. No, Luke she loves My Little Pony. My, mine and Luke's daughter yes, is sorry. what she means. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she loves My Little Pony. And so we were watching an episode today, and in this episode, one particular unicorn called um, Starlight Glimmer was trying to teach this other pony how to do this magic thing. And she kept getting angry at this other pony, whose name I think was Trixie. Um, and she kept getting angry, but she didn't want to get angry at Trixie because she thought she got angry at Trixie, then Twilight Sparkle would get angry at her. So she, she literally cast a spell so that when the angry cloud thing came out of her horn, she could put it into this bottle. So literally, the literal explanation of it. But yeah, <laughs> so she did that and she just kept doing it for like the, most of the episode. And then later on, they're out in the town and not out on the town, they're out in the actual town. <laughs> town. <laughs> You're not getting Harry's gone wild. <laughs> and um, the bottle falls out of her bag and shatters everywhere. And so all the bad juju like floats up into the people standing by, just randoms in the streets, all the randoms in the street are turning around to pull a Trixie going, you're so annoying, and you broke the thing, and, and Trixie's just like, oh, what? I don't even know you, and yeah, so it was a, it was a very black and white example, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my life, my life is my little pony at the moment, yeah. <laughs> but that's actually funny, because yeah, bottling up, like, not only... Um, does it affect you, how you react to other people? But there's a ripple effect that goes on that, uh, you know, it's like you're paying it forward, but not in a good way. You're paying it yeah. forward in anger. Yeah. So what, like road rage, have you seen what that does yeah. to people? When, when someone is a victim of an act of road rage, they tend to then road rage other people. Exactly. And like how on the flip side, like, you know, you let, like, someone lets you in, you're more likely, like, 100 meters yeah. down the road to let another car yeah. in because yeah. it's the same just in reverse, I guess. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it, it, the same thing happens with anger. If you're angry at people, like, you're bottling it up, like, your emotions, because that's what happens when you bottle up sadness, it can turn into really violent anger yeah. issues, which... I mean, that's pretty common in men nowadays. Like, we see on the media yeah, constantly, yeah. like, men like, abusing people and and, that. and a lot of that's bottled up sadness. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, I don't want to feel sad, so they feel angry instead, you know, and it just all comes Basically, out. the advice is if you find a, a man in your life that always asks you, are you okay and stuff like that, and whenever when you when – you, when that relationship starts to get to a point where it's actually a really good friendship and you're good mates and stuff, if he asks you, are you okay again, try to just talk to him because yeah, it's really hard to find a good dude who's actually going to always ask you, are you okay? Because sometimes we don't want to talk about this stuff and we don't, really, we don't, we generally don't want to have a conversation that is too deep or too meaningful. Us dudes just want to fix stuff like Luke said, but if you find a guy that actually generally wants to know, are you okay? And, you know, do you need a friend? And, you know, if you're really struggling to believe that you have a life to live, you know, if you find that man in your life, just talk to him. Because it's not, it's, it's not awkward having a dude to talk to. It's not, you know, whatever. It's actually a good thing. Yeah, no, it's, um, it, it's something we've lost along the way. Like, men used to talk to other men and have men that were best friends that they'd talk to about all their yeah. emotional stuff. They'd have their best mate that they talk to about everything. And then the rest of the lads, they probably wouldn't. 
Yeah, so much. But the thing is, yeah, like there's heaps of stories, like uh, in the Bible and everything, where there's there'd always be someone and they've got their best mate that they tell their problems to. Yeah. And you need to be able to do that. You need to be able to express it. Yeah, and that's what that day. I don't know if it's a worldwide day or if it's worldwide day. Or if it's just an Australian thing, but that are you okay day? Yeah. That's what yeah. that's supposed to be about is legitimately asking yeah. the question. I think probably because a lot of men who don't actually want to share their emotions yeah. have gotten involved with it. It's become sort of like a like, let's have a cup of tea and a barbie. Yeah, yeah. But not actually talking <laughs> about, actually it, talk yeah. about it. Like, yeah. actually, it's lost there's its been a lot of, of horror stories lately about people who've turned up to Are You Okay Day and then when they actually were participating properly in are you okay to everyone gave them weird stares yeah. and stuff yeah. like yeah like, like everyone's jumped on the let's raise awareness for this kind of bandwagon but yeah. kind of overlooked the whole point of it being called yeah. are you okay day as opposed to depression day or mental health day yeah is to actually start the and conversations sometimes sometimes like you know are you okay day it's become like just a day where people participate but without actually participating yeah. Yeah. like it's good to walk up to an are you okay day event but how many people do we actually ask? Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. there for just a bit of sausage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm here for the snags, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, yeah, but um, another reason why it's really dangerous to hold in emotions like that is it's actually physically damaging to you. Um, I was talking to Sean about this earlier. Interesting. Because he didn't actually realize this, and he's a nurse, which is makes, yeah. it, makes it funnier. Um. When you're feeling, physically feeling emotions, it's always a transfer of hormones going on. And people, like, they're like, oh, like, my heart left out of my chest when I saw this person. Yeah, it's hormones doing that. It's, like, it's... You're not having a heart attack. It's the endocrine system <laughs> transferring hormones to do different things in your body. That's what's giving you the feelings that you're having. And when you're feeling sad, bottling up those emotions is actually inhibiting... Um, like if you're stopping yourself from feeling sad, it actually inhibits hormone transfer and stuff like that. Like I'm, I don't know a hundred percent the science behind why you need to be sad, but it's it's healthier to let the emotions flow than to try and stop them up. Yeah. But if you've ever tried to stop yourself from feeling really upset, you've probably noticed that your throat hurts, um, and that is your thyroid. And your thyroid is part of the whole, like, there's a big connection between being sad and your thyroid and um, thyroid issues and emotional issues. Like, it basically, if you are letting hormones build up instead of, you know, transferring around where they're supposed to, you actually get a lot of glandular yeah. problems in your body. So would it be kind of fair to like, equate it to, like, the energy transfer laws or whatever they're called? So, like, you can transfer it, but you can't just make it disappear. Yeah. So you can transfer an, uh, an emotion, yeah. the energy of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just... that's right. Yeah, it all gets stored up in one spot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what happens is um, when your thyroid starts producing stuff, if it's not going anywhere yeah. um, because there is a bit of mind over matter going on when, you know, you're stopping yourself from being upset, um, it can actually be really damaging to you. Like, you know, because over time, and that's where a lot of mental illnesses and problems come from. Like, you got people with problems with their pituitary gland, people with problems with their um, thyroid, but they'll get, get mistaken for mental illness, even though it's a thyroid yeah. problem. Um, often with um, 
hypothyroidism and stuff like that, like you'll have depression and be crying a lot, and actually makes you cry having an underactive thyroid. So like that balance of those hormones going on yeah. is required to make you have a normal, healthy emotional state. Yeah. So being able to, you know, if you're not showing emotions and you're bottling them up, whether it's anger or, yeah. you know, or even happiness. Because I know some people that just will not be happy and yeah. they try not to be happy and that damage, that can damage stuff too. Yeah. Like you need to let yourself be, you know. I was also going to say, um, I think emotions and that is your body's way of keeping homeostasis. So homeostasis, especially when it comes to like an infection or whatever, you take antibiotics and the antibiotics helps your body to build up antibodies so that it can cut when you get that kind of illness again, at least you've got the antibodies to kind of fight it so you don't die or... Yeah, there's actually... Um, yeah, the, so I think the, emotions... Um, yeah. There's a gland um, next to your heart. I forget. Uh, the name escapes me at the moment, but it's actually the gland that creates antibodies. Yeah. And that's in the endocrine system, and that's the system which is it is related to yeah. um, your emotions. It's it's connected to your thyroid, your pituitary, and. But I think yeah, I, I honestly now that Luke's talked about stuff, it's interesting because I think that emotions and talking about what you've gone through and stuff like that is it's more or less your it's it's without us actually knowing it, it but it's a, it's the body's way of actually um, you know maintaining homeostasis. So like with that. The whole showing emotions is really important to your, like, not only your mental health, but to your physical health. And, yeah, like, this whole culture of um, trying to hold back is really, like, it's not just, like, toxic to, you know, everyone's mindset, but it's kind of toxic to your body as well. I guess the best way to look at it is that with Jesus is our example of how to act like a man but yeah if you go to john 11 where it talks about lazarus um you've got lazarus and his two sisters and lazarus dies and jesus raises him from the dead and it's this massive miracle and it's a huge part of jesus's ministry Lazarus gets sick and what happens is Jesus hears that he's sick so he goes okay well I'm gonna go and see what's up and you know and heal him and so he goes but then he gets stopped on the way and while he's not with Lazarus he then dies from um, his sickness and Jesus ends up crying and the shortest scripture in the Bible is directly related to that and it's just Jesus wept and a lot of people use it as like a swear word you know they'll say Jesus wept like it's it's actually really significant it's more significant than people think because Jesus actually wept like we think of Jesus as like you know he's God he's you know he's God in man form like but he actually cried when his friend died and I think it was literally for that scripture John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept like he's the whole reason why he didn't just go and raise him from the dead was to show us how to actually mourn like yeah. because everywhere in the bible in scripture men weren't supposed to mourn women were they threw ash on their heads yeah. and cried loudly that's what women did and the men just stood outside like that was what that was how it was done jesus 
actually cried and it was recorded and documented in the Bible for us today for a reason. I think the reason is so men know that that is how to emotionally process a situation like that. Like, this is how you're supposed to grieve. You're supposed to actually cry. Because, um, like, you see it at funerals and stuff. Men won't cry. And, uh, like, I'm guilty of it. I've been to, like, I've, I've two funerals that I can remember, and I didn't cry at them. Yeah. And, you know, um, like, and it's just one of those things. And it's like everyone thought that, oh, you you know, I wasn't trying to be all man up and stuff. I, it was just yeah. I had to work through it on my own. But, yeah, there's always a culture of men don't cry at funerals. When my granddad died, it was very similar. Um, all the men didn't get upset and all the women were crying. And then when my brother passed away, it was a very similar thing. It wasn't, no, like, you didn't really have a lot of the men crying. It was probably a bit more men than my granddad's. Yeah. You know, I guess because it's younger men who have learned that it's okay to cry, you know, so you did get a few that were. But, yeah, it's... Um... I remember uh, when my friend passed away in 2014, I cried for, like, two weeks straight. Didn't talk to anyone, didn't, like, call Luke or any other friends. I uh, was processing it. And I cried m- m- most because uh, yeah, I, hadn't hung out, I, ha- I hadn't hung out with that friend for, like, two years. Uh, and it's just because we went you know, opposite ways, I was still going to church and stuff like that, and I got caught up in the fact that, you know, I'm going to church and what, but I completely forgot what it means to actually love people and go to church, and yeah, so I cried because I hadn't hung out with my friend, and just losing my friend really taught me what it means to be a man, what it means to be an actual friend to people. Yeah, I think something we need to remember is it's okay to be sad because you're sad. Um, A lot of people try to reason with why they're sad and whether it's worth being sad or not. Um, like when someone dies, losing someone is sad and it's as simple as that. There's yeah. no explaining it. You don't have to argue the connection to the person. Yeah. Like losing someone is sad. Uh, the, and with anything, being sad for any reason, like just let yourself feel yeah. those emotions. It's what you need to do. I think there's definitely a lot more that we can talk about here. Yeah. I think probably we'll come back <laughs> again and talk about this in another podcast, but we're running way over time, so I'm going to have to push you. I'm sorry. So that's it from us for today. If you'd like more information, head on over to hopeinyourstory.com. And you'll find links to all of our social media, and there's even a contact form, so you can send us an email and say hi. Bye, guys.